Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for joining us on another CamCast. This one is for Dune. Part one. Especially now. Now, that we know. now it's, it's a full trilogy. It's a trilogy now? It's a trilogy. Interesting. It's a trilogy because there's three books, yeah. I guess. So he's going to pull from He's going to pull a Peter Jackson. Well, no, the, the, I think the, well, the first one, they're splitting into two parts. I think that's Right. Like, that's so I think he's taking the and other two books. And then it's Dune Messiah. And then, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, I didn't realize it was now a trilogy. Full trilogy. So full a trilogy. full trilogy. So thanks, everyone, for going out to see it. Thanks for everyone who saw it on <sighs> HBO Max. Yeah. That was awesome. Although, to be fair, uh, not to discount your, your home theater setups, you should have saw this in the theater. Absolutely. And if you had an IMAX, oh. you should have went to that, because I wish we oh. had an IMAX. I would have seen that in a heartbeat. Because that was... Oh, fuck. Like, we've seen a lot of awesome movies in the last couple of years, but visually, probably one of the most gorgeous movies I've ever seen. Yes. And I saw Eternals like, in the theater. My brother said, after he watched it, he thought Doom was boring as fuck. But he said... Every scene looked like an NFT. Like you could just take a screenshot and sell it for thousands on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, like, so true. That's high praise. Uh, but what I was going to say was, like, before I even get into any of the stuff that I normally get into, uh, if you weren't a fan of fucking Blade Runner 2049, then you're not going to like this movie. Yeah, it's not a fast-paced movie. There's by nothing fast-paced about it. To um, me, if you, to, like you, you haven't seen Game of Thrones, right? I've seen uh, episodes. Okay, so if you made it through the first two to three seasons of Game of Thrones to get to the crazy action and dragons and shit, then you can do Doom, because it's very, very slow moving, but you know it's leading to something huge. And that's what I say. It feels like Game of Thrones in space to me. Okay. It's even got different like houses, like different families. And House like... of Trades and yeah. House of Conan, yeah. Yeah. So... Now, I had read the book, but I had read the book a million years ago. Yeah. Like, in high school. Isn't it a huge book, too? Like, no, a thousand pages? Not really. No? I, thought I, was I don't page. recall it being a thousand pages. Oh. But it might be. Oh, maybe think about Battlefield Earth, because that was a great movie. Oh, God. Oh, man. When are we going to can't cast that? We're going to have to. We're going to have to get into the shit pile movies that mm -hmm. we've watched. Next September. Just... Shitty September. Battlefield Earth sucked balls because we were both excited for it. Yeah, we really were. We were pretty pumped because we were like, oh, Travolta in a sci-fi movie? With a weird big head and crazy hair? You know, and, and like weird British sounding acting. And like, Barry oh. Pepper because he's a god. Oh, and that sexy alien Forrest chick Whitaker with the long tongue. Yeah. Good old Forrest Whitaker. Good old Forrest. Forrest Whitaker. Just Forrest Whitaker? Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Because Gives you Forrest Whitaker eye. literally was the best thing in the movie, and he was terrible. Forrest Whitaker. Like, you know it's a bad movie when Forrest Whitaker, who is great in everything, yeah. is yeah. not good in this movie. Yeah. Anyway. You know what? I forgot Forrest Whitaker was in Bloodsport. What? Yeah, he was the black cop going after uh, Frank Dukes. Ducks, Dukes, Dukes. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. To watch this. I'm pretty sure. Not that I really need an excuse to watch Bloodsport, but. Uh... Kumate, Kumate, Kumate. That's another can cast needed. What the fuck oh. is that guy's name, though? Oh, fuck. He was also in uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Bear? Oh! Forrest Whitaker. Oh, shit. Look at that. Donald Gibb. That's who I was looking Donald for. Donald Gibb. Oh, man. Donald Gibb is awesome. 
Is he still, he's got to be still alive, isn't he? I hope so. Yeah, because he, Ogre. <laughs> <laughs> he predated your nickname as Ogre. Fucking anyway, get him back give. to the dude. So here it is. Hey, put your fucking phone away. Director uh, Denis Villeneuve, which I've already stated. Chris corrected me on that already. Screenplay uh, by, Dennis. by uh, John Spates. Dennis, or Denis. Oh, you fucked me up. Ah, Villeneuve. Ah. Eric Roth. Based on a book by Frank Herbert. Okay. Mm. Budget, $156 million. I don't know that this includes marketing. Probably not. Because I was pretty sure... It's probably production only. Yeah, I was pretty sure this was a $250 million movie. They had to spend so much because of all the, the pushbacks, yeah. too. Yeah. Anyway, so current take is $332 million. And I got to tell you, for this movie, I kind of thought it was going to be around that part. Yeah. Especially this time with, like... Because it's kind of the same deal with Bond where the appeal is older. This skews older. Right. Um, although, for me personally, even without reading the book... Like I said, I read it so long ago that I, I remember parts of it. And as I was watching it, I was like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of the major plot points, I had completely forgotten, which was awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> but visually, when I saw the trailers, I was like, holy fuck. Like, I can't not see I still movie. can't stop thinking about it. It is fucking Like, crazy. Eternals is out now, and then Ghostbusters is coming, and I keep thinking, I want to go watch Dune again before it's out. So do I. It's so I, crazy. I, so do I. So crazy. So do I. Um, all right, so... Currently sitting at 332 million, which will probably, I would say, maybe get to 350, 360, somewhere around there. Yeah. I don't see it getting to 400 mil. Which is crazy good considering it's also on HBO Max. Yeah, exactly. Like, apparently, it had like the biggest showings ever for HBO Max. And that was that was actually what greenlighted the sequel like immediately. Yeah, I know. I when I saw that, I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's great." That's yeah. why I thank people for watching on HBO Max. No, thank I you would, so much. I never did that for Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, so I have noted sequel confirmed, but now... Trilogy! Trilogy confirmed. Cast starring Timothy Chalamet as Paul Atreides, mm -hmm. the ducal heir of House Atreides. Mm. Rebecca Ferguson, whom I love. Oh, I love her too. She is Lady Jessica, Paul's mother, a yep. Bene Gesserit and consort to Duke Leo. Look at you digging all into the, into the roles. Oscar Isaac... Duke Leo, Paul's father. And the one that banged Rebecca. Jessica. Consummated their relationship. Uh, consummated. Come on now. She's right. a lady. Her name is literally Lady Jessica. That's true. Okay. Josh Brolin as Gurney Halleck, the weapons master. And also and the guy with the worst name in the movie. Not yet. Not yet. And one of Paul's mentors. Yes. Now we get to Jason Momoa. Who got made fun of for his name being Duncan Idaho. I love Duncan Idaho. So did I. It's so cool. When, when I saw people making fun of that name, I was like, what is wrong with yeah, Duncan that, Idaho? That's a badass name. I actually think it's kind of swashbuckler, <laughs> which makes sense because he's the swords master mm -hmm. of House of Trades mm -hmm. and another one of Paul's mentors. Then we get to David, or sorry, Dave Batista, who is... Glossu Raban, nephew of Baron Harkonnen, or oh, Harkonnen, sorry. Big albi uh, albino boy. Yeah, yeah, with no eyebrows. No eyebrows. Although I think Dave no longer has eyebrows in real life. Anyway, uh, just a thought. Stellan Skarsgård, which surprised me. It took me like a couple of scenes me of too. a minute where I was like, me wait too. a minute. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because he doesn't sound like him. No. And he kind of looks like he's he's got a prominent face. Mostly the nose. Yeah, but the makeup is insane. Oh, the makeup is so good. Anyway, so he's Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. Mm -hmm. Baron of House Harkonnen. Big surprise. And yeah. he is the enemy to Atreides. We've got Stephen McKinley Henderson is the Fear Hawat. The Mentat of House Atreides. Okay. Uh, he was the intelligence guy, the guy that went, his eyes went all weird. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Bigger fellow. I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, we have an actress by the name of uh, Zendaya. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. Zendaya. Oh, Zendaya. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's actually starting to remind me a bit of, uh, and now that I say that, I forget her name, uh, Zoe Saldana, who starts hitting a bunch of franchises. Yes. You know? Yep. Because for a while... Because you're in the money for your life then. Yeah, Soldana was like... It was Guardians. It was... Uh, it was it was Avatar, Star Avatar, Trek. Star Trek. Guardians. That's right. Those are the three. And I Actually, Star like, Trek, Avatar, Guardians. Yeah. And I was like, oh, look at her covering yeah. her bases. And then like branching off into like Columbiana, which was rumored to be a professional sequel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which yeah. should have been. Now that when you watch it, you go, it was definitely a sequel. Yeah. It should have just been a sequel. I would have even accepted uh, Zoe Seldon's casting <laughs> as an older uh, Matilda. But anyway, uh, so Zendaya, or Zendaya, or whatever, she's Chani, a Freeman woman, a Fremen woman. Mm. David Dasmalchian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Another guy doing good this year. Fuck yeah. Fuck I, yeah. I saw him in this. I was like, damn, this guy's hitting up the franchise. No kidding. Like, good for him. Well... He didn't make it in the Suicide Squad. No, he didn't. He he died horribly. Uh, yeah. But anyway, he plays Peter de Freeze, Mentat for House Arconin. Look at this. Look at this. Look at the preparation. Chang Chin is Dr. Liet Kynes, the Imperial Ecologist and Judge of the Change on Arrakis. AKA the only Asian man in space becomes evil. <laughs> yeah. Luckily for him, he had a reason. He had, he had his wife. He had good reason. And that's what led to the downfall of one of the characters of season three of yep. uh, some classic Daredevil on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Daredevil. Anyway, Charlotte Rampling is Gaius Helen Mokium. What? What's her name? Gaius Helen Oh, Mohim. Gaius. I think it's Gaius Helen. She's a Bene Gesserit, Reverend Mother, and Emperor's Truthsayer. Okay. Yeah. This guy, I forgot, was even in the fucking movie. Javier Bardem. Yeah, very briefly in the movie. He was in it briefly at the like, beginning. Little, little then bit. I forgot he was in the fucking movie. And then pops up they at the end. They showed him later. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's in this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he's awesome as always. Oh, yeah. Uh, he plays Stilgar, leader of the Fremen. Babs Olison Amokin. Jamis, a Fremen from Siege Tab. I don't know. I'll pretend I know what all that meant. And then finally, there's a, there was a bunch more, but I was like, fuck it. There, I'm not, yeah. I'm not we're doing get, this. We're getting to the point where... So then finally, this part I, I included because I thought it was really cool. We've got Marianne Faithful, uh, Jean Gilpin, and Ellen Dubin provide the voices of the ancestral Bene Gesserit that Paul hears in his visions. Ooh. Jake Gyllenhaal's asshole played the sandworm. Okay. All right. He does a lot of stuff with Denis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, uh, like 
it's easy to say like if you if you liked Blade Runner twenty forty nine, you'll like this, and it's true. It's true. If you can watch that and go like, and you're in it, like we talked about it, and the first time I watched it, I said it was a beautifully boring movie. Now I can watch it and go, no, 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 this is fucking awesome. Right? Yeah. Uh, it took this, a couple times to get to that point. Uh, two. Two full watchings for me. But uh, on the backs of Blade Runner made it a lot easier. Yeah. But 100%. Now, now I can watch it and be like, okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. Good. Rock on. Yeah. Uh, th this movie brought me in right away. But getting back, so we back up. Um, uh, he's done mostly like fucking artistic, beautiful movies. But then you watch like Prisoners. And Prisoners is fucking crazy good. But it's a departure because I didn't know he it's, did that. It's a huge departure. I did not know he Very, did that movie. And then when it, I it's more straight up like, oh, it, it's it good. Is, it is, it's but good. it's and also... And it was that movie where I was like, Hugh Jackman should play Joel in Last of Us. Oh, yeah. It was that role, not Wolverine. Oh, that role. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Fuck. But, hey, Although, uh, the guy they got, Pablo... Yeah. He's... He's a good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm happy. With Pedro, him. Pedro, 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 Pedro Pascal. That's right, Pedro Pascal. He's a great choice for Joel. I, I, uh, I'm all right with. That. I actually. He's a great actor. He'll didn't be good. Even blink. I, I didn't even. I never even thought about him. Life's good. I guess I should have. But it could be better. It could. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah. So prisoners and what was it? Uh, Arrival. That's right. Arrival. Arrival was the first movie. Arrival is a masterpiece. That was my favorite movie that year. Oh, that's one of my favorite uh, sci-fi movies, and it's one of my favorite Aliens movies. Oh, yeah. And it's and also again, one of my favorite, like, time travel movies. Yeah. Mild spoiler, but fuck. Yeah. It's hard, I wouldn't, it's hard to say time travel per se. You have to watch the movie to understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's, um, so good. it's not straight up time travel. And then, uh, what was and the Then you did Enemy. Enemy, that's right. Wait, Enemy wait, wait, was really weird. I couldn't get an Enemy. I'm going to try, try to watch it. it. So I, I'm going to watch it, and yeah. I'll be able to pass judgment on yeah. you if you can't get in. Yeah, I'm going to rewatch it. And then um, in, in Sentences, or... It was his first film. It was a French film. Yeah, which I, I haven't seen. I, I don't know if I'll watch that one, but so far, I've watched almost all of his movies. It's kind of like Nolan, right? Yeah. Like, people are like, oh, have you seen Following? <sighs> well, no, no, I haven't really seen Following. I don't want to. Yeah. I really don't. His 55-minute black-and-white movie with a bunch of people he found on the street. And I also don't want to <laughs> sit there watching it and say, like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I can see where that came into Memento. Yeah. I can see where that came into this movie, mm -hmm. but I... Rather just watch those movies. Yeah, those are better versions. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, if you're not familiar with his work, get familiar because he is a fucking sci-fi geek. He's the guy to watch for. Like for for years, even before Blade Runner, people were saying this is the new or the next Ridley Scott. Oh yeah. And then he, and then he got hired that. for Blade Runner. I was like, well, that's kind of funny considering everyone says it's the next Ridley right, Scott. Right. Yeah. And then you watch them back to back, you're like, well, that's pretty seamless. Yeah, it's pretty uh, good. I gotta be honest with you, he is fucking incredible. Yeah. That was another reason why when I, I saw his name was attached to Dune, I was like, okay, all right, this is gonna be good. Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad that he gambled on making it a two parter. That's a huge gamble. Fucking huge. Huge. Gamble. Imagine if you would have done that with Blade Runner, we never would have got a second part. No, we never would have. Never would have. But then again, we never would have got Dune. Yeah. So, but Dune is different, and I feel like the marketing for Dune. I, I feel like a lot of people were probably disappointed when they watched this. 
I have to agree because they were uh, probably thinking big sci-fi epic in space, like Star Wars or Star yeah. Trek or something. Yeah, it should have been billed more of like operatic, a space opera type yeah. of thing, where it builds because like. I, and again, like going back to being familiar with this work, I was prepared for this slow build. Exactly. To grab you and slowly, like, take your hand and just mm -hmm. go, okay, no, we're just yep. going to go for a little walk. Yeah. We're not in a rush, you know, and even though when things happen fairly quickly, because the plot does actually move pretty quickly. It's, yeah, it's, the pacing's great. It moves, but you're still just kind of like, Okay, well, you know, we're still kind of just kind of going through it. And they throw a lot of, like, world building and info dumps on you. But it still, it felt organic. Like, I never went, oh, of course they're going to have that guy explain plot was, in the movie. I mean, that's daunting, right? Because very little people know the Dune universe. And it's... The hardcore fans, that's about it. Right, but even, like I said, even for me, like, when I read the book... It wasn't like I read it and was like, I understand every single concept in this yeah. book. I was like, okay, yeah. all right. And I'm going to reread it, obviously. But, uh, I mean, like, really all it is, when it gets right down to it, it's a fight between two houses for power, mm -hmm. okay? That's it. Uh, in The spice. In this story, spice is, like, the universal currency. Spice allows you to travel through time and space. So that's how they get to, to warp drives. That's where this comes in. So Arrakis is the only place that has spice. And if you're on Arrakis and you mine spice, you're a fucking big deal. When James told me that the movie bored him, and he, he goes, oh, and the spice stuff. I couldn't take that seriously. Like, spice? Come on now. I'm like, did you pay attention? It's not regular. They're not making lattes. It's a different type yeah. of spice. They're not just like, mm, we've got pepper everywhere. This is great. <laughs> look, at I, the, look at all the nutmeg. All my food tastes incredible. And all yeah. i got to do is just sprinkle it because it's all around. Oh, no, no, yeah. but like just that concept too. Like I, But like at its heart, it's just two houses warring over this planet for power. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. all. You know, um, but again, like we're talking, so Denis Villeneuve is a, an auteur, 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 how is it pronounced? I think it's auteur. Auteur, A-U-T-E-U-R. And you can tell because every shot, well, James said NFT. Yeah. And it's true. Every single shot in this movie is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. But then again, so is it most Pure of his movies. Candy. But what I like is... His movies, there's a bleakness to it. Even in bright scenes, there's still a bleakness to it. Mm -hmm. Where you're just kind of like, oh, man. But, like, oh, there's just so many fucking cool scenes in this movie. And the, I guess I could understand uh, complaint, uh, complaints for the ending being anticlimactic. That I understand completely because it's... a lot of people never knew it was a first part. Right. They didn't put it on the posters and they put it on the trailers and then you sit no. down and you watch the movie and it says Dune Part One and you're like Part One. Yeah. What? So then at that point I was like, oh, okay. So when we finally got to the ending, I was I wasn't like, oh man, like oh I was I was prepared for it. Yeah. And but I will say though, it did feel like the natural part to end the movie. It did. 
And I was going off of kind of like, you know, the Lord of the Ring and Hobbit movies, like how those ended, right? Because they're yeah. continuations. Exactly. That, I mean, they don't really have ends because they're continuing into the next one. Exactly. So it felt like the natural ending point because most of the stuff that's, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's settled. And to be honest, I don't want to spoil too much. Because I do no. think that you guys should watch this movie. Absolutely. I mean, I am spoiling some of this stuff. Yeah. But I, I don't want to spoil too much. Like, I don't want to spoil if anyone dies or lives or anything like yeah. that. I mean, I already said the Asian guy was bad, so you could just figure out that. Yeah, but it was pretty obvious. Like, that it was, was kind one of, of obvious. Where it was I was kind like, of there's obvious. something up with this guy. There was something up, but that also might have been because I read the book, right? So I knew... I knew that somebody portrayed. I never read the him. book. I tried to watch the original movie. Twice. I tried too, and I couldn't. Twice. Yeah, it's. I can't do that. I can't. We talked about this too. I can't do Cronenberg. I mean, the special effects uh, for that time period are incredible. Yes, and I'll give Cronenberg credit for basically saying like, like try to keep as much of it as possible, and then do his own thing with it. So I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, but. It's, it's it was just, Cronenberg, right? No, it's Lynch. No, it's it's Lynch. Lynch. It's, it's Lynch. Lynch. But Cronenberg's the same thing. I can't really. Cronenberg's another one. Yeah, yeah. That's no, a tough one. David Lynch. One. Yeah, David Lynch is why he makes some fucked up movies. Yeah, yeah. But um. Well, then again, so does Villeneuve. He makes some fucked up movies. Prisoner is a fucked up movie. Oh yeah. Arrival. The concept is a fucked up movie. Okay, like it's a fucking alien movie. Yeah. With. The most alien-looking aliens I've ever seen. That was one of my favorite things. Like, when I started watching it, and, like, they were behind the glass. squid-looking This things. Yeah, like, weird, like, mix of, like, yeah, just, it's hard to describe. And I was like, they actually look alien. Yeah. Like, there's nothing humanoid about this. That, I was like, oh, man. Then the way they, they communicate, holy fuck. And then the actual movie itself is just... But that's Man, getting really back to my point. <laughs> I know. That's getting back to my point where the only knock against Denis Villeneuve is that like you have to I feel like starting fresh without having any previous experience is harder to do. Like Dune is a tough one to watch without previously seeing these other movies. Right. And that's why I said to James too, like he thought it was super boring. I was like, okay, well, I love Arrival, and Blade Runner 2049 was hard to get through the first time, and then I watched the second time, and I got it. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I got it. So it was I a switch knew that clicked, and then you I like, wasn't oh. going to do knowing that this is going to be some action pack extravaganza. Like, exactly. I knew how Diddy moves. But the action be of the two movie hours of was slow, awesome. Slow world building. You get some like crazy action at the end, and, and that's going to be it. But even like uh, like when they finally get to some of the action scenes. They're really well done. They're super well done. Like, they're so fucking good. Like, and like Duncan Idaho is awesome. So awesome. So fucking awesome. Well, Gurry, Josh Brolin, he's awesome too. Gurry was awesome. I love the way they do the, like the armor effects. Like, that the, the, was the, awesome. The glowing and well, that's part of the lore. The part of the lore yeah. is just like they're so advanced that they have personal force fields, and then that's why they fight with swords yeah. because the swords can get through the force field. Yeah. Other than, you know, I was just like, fuck, man, like, this is so crazy. The stuff with the Bene Gesserit being, like, the religion. Yeah. And the uh, thematical ties to where how, like, obviously, religion has long been a tool to get people to do what you want. And it's explicitly mentioned here 
where you have people almost speaking ill of the Bene Gesserit because they're just like, oh yeah, truth sayers or whatever they want you to believe is the truth, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I loved it because like, that's the, kind of the same thing. I mean, like you look at some people and all you have to do is say, hey, God wants you to do this. And next thing you know, they're doing it. They're doing it. And it doesn't matter if it's like killing a bunch of people because in their eyes, they're doing what their God told them to do. Yeah. And in the end, they're going to be welcomed into that, that version of heaven. You know, so it's hard to argue with that logic. How would you? Right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, and that's why, like, religion is both very, like, uplifting and powerful like, in that sense, mm -hmm. but also can be fucking scary. It's scary and, and dangerous. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, whew. but anyway, so, like, they handled that aspect really well. Um, and I, going back to your, your uh, Game of Thrones stuff, you said it in the theater, too, where you're like, this feels like Game of Thrones stuff. And the, the bits of the TV show that I watched, like, I watched, like, maybe 20 episodes. But, you know, you watch enough of them, and some of them in succession, you're really, basically what you're seeing is, like, a couple of different houses or families yeah. are essentially just trying to get to that throne and be, like, uh, you know, the main, the what, the Thor's throne of swords or whatever the fuck it was? yeah. yeah. Get to that throne, you're, you're all-powerful. It's the same thing here. It is. It's literally... You know, Spice. Like, the, you the know. thing, like, you've got the, the House Harkonnen, they were originally on Arrakis, and then for whatever reason, the Imperials were like, you're out. Yeah. House Atreides. So, of course, Harkonnens, who were bleeding money, like, yeah, they were paying their share to the Imperials, but they were fucking making fists... Like, they had money, they had power, they could just point, and that's it. So naturally, they're not just going to be like, oh, yeah, sure, go ahead, move right on in. Yeah. That's fine, that's cool. Hey, you got to do what you got to do, right? No, of course they were going to fucking start shit and try to take it back. Mild spoilers. Mild spoilers. I'm that not saying very that, mild. I'm not saying that they mild. did take it back, but I am saying that they definitely tried to. I really enjoyed the way we did our Halloween episode. So did I. Like, we, we talked about little story beats, but we didn't really spoil anything. And I like that. And I'm sure some people here might like it, too. Some people probably enjoy the spoilers. I have seen it. I, I want to know our exact... I can tell you right now, uh, there are going to be movies... More more often than not, we're going to be doing spoilers. So right I'll now, tell you right there's now. no way we're holding back on Spider-Man. You've been warned. The only reason, I'll tell, like, yeah, the Halloween stuff was my idea because I, I want more, like, people to watch the, some of these movies. And I think there's going to be times where I'm going to say, let's not spoil it. And this is an example where I just want more people to watch this movie. Yeah. So I don't want to spoil because then it's like, what's the point of watching the movie? Right. Uh, Ghostbusters will probably be a spoil fest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it will be. Oh, it looks so good. And The Matrix. Matrix. Oh. Resurrections. Like, yeah, I'll be spoiling him that. Fuck, like, so don't yeah. expect non-spoilers to happen, but in some cases I do feel it's warranted. In this case, I feel it's warranted because I want more people to watch this movie. Just because, like, like even for James, I want him to rewatch it with that mindset of like, hold on though, it's not gonna be hit the ground running. It was so weird for him to say he thought it was boring because I thought if anyone's gonna like this movie, it's him because, I mean, James likes some pretty slow movies. Because they look beautiful and there's like depth to them. I think it was his mindset going into it though. Mm. That's what I think. I think he was expecting 
like a, like a Star Wars type of maybe maybe I mean, it's, it's <clears throat> possible. I knew what to expect because of Denis, so I was yeah. not disappointed at all. Exactly. Like, I, at all. I was gripped all the way through that movie. The first time we get to see the sandworms in action, is that what they're called, sandworms? No, that's Beatles used to call sandworms. Where are they calling this? Oh, they're, uh, there's an actual name. At the, the, great, the Great Worm? No, uh, Abu Dajib, something like that. Abu Bajibs? Something like that. Like, they actually treat, uh, well, the, the Fremen treat it like a god. Okay. Because to them it is, right? Name of the doom worm. Ah, Shahulad. That's what it is. Shahulad. It's the Freeman term for the sandworm of Arrakis. Um, that probably... Oh, no, they call it, on Wikipedia, they, they call it a sandworm. Well, so. well I mean, obviously you're going to sling it up. Yeah, right? I mean, it's a, it's a worm in the sand. It's literally um, was, but the build to that, that too. That build, that first scene, oh. that first scene was like, it had, it had like, it was suspenseful. It gave me like Tremors Jaws vibes. That's exactly what I was going to say. Tremors Jaws, Jaws vibes for me too, yeah. because they, they tell you right away. Yeah. Look, we mind this stuff, but we got to be careful because there's fucking sandworms. Ooh. Okay. And they go, oh yeah, okay. And they're, but but we have everything set up, so we know exactly what to do. They actually had it timed out to like within seconds of that thing showing up. Yeah. That they would have been lifted off if everything worked okay. Yeah. <laughs> if everything worked, but that's that's the part I was thinking was insane was that they're so used to this level of insane mining. Like you're mining. Yeah. It's not like, like I would put that up there with like. Uh, the crab fishermen, mm -hmm. okay? Like, these guys are fucking going out there in the worst, like, on the ocean, for yeah. one, okay? So, that's it. Like, you, you go under, you might not get out. Mm -hmm. Second of all, it's in the Arctic. Yeah. <laughs> okay? So, you go in and you manage to get out, you're probably going to die of hypothermia. Finally, it's not calm waters, and you're deep fishing, okay? So... It's the same, or uh, underground miners, or oil drillers out in the ocean. Same thing, where you're just yeah. like, they don't think of it, because that's what they do. That's just how they know. But yeah. I go, this is fucking insane. It's crazy. But they get to, like, they're literally like, yeah, we got a sandworm coming. Yeah. Okay, great. Tell us when it's, like, X amount of times in. And then it's just like, yep, X amount of times in. And then it's just like. All right, here we go. All right, well, I guess we're going in now. And it's yeah. just like, lunchtime. No big deal. Okay. No big deal. And that's insane to me. It's, it's crazy to think, like, you know, you're know, you literally one little second away from You get the reveal. Death. It's just like, holy fuck. Yeah. It looked awesome. Yeah. It I, looked I, incredible. I can't even get over, like. It totally beats the sandworms and Beetlejuice. I guarantee you. And that's you, a tough one oh, because wow. those things. Like, yeah. Stop like, motion at its finest, ladies Those are, those are awesome. But Fuck. I guarantee you that there was parts in that movie where my jaw was open. Like, my mouth was open. Oh. I was in awe so many times. So many times. Oh. And we've seen so many big movies, right? Like, I love, like, Godzilla vs. Kong this year was crazy. But, like, the scope and just the way this film looked... This might be like legendary entertainment. This might be their best movie ever. As of right now, I'm gonna have to say, yeah, that is a it's a very good shot at Lane Clay. And the only reason I put Godzilla vs. Kong above it, like obviously I love those two characters, but it's got more replayability. Like I'll be watching that more often than Dune. 
But that's true. But I can tell you right now, like uh, Dune is a, a purchase for me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like I said earlier. Oh four K. Because I watched oh, my Eternals. God. I watched Eternals, and I said, while well, I liked it. There's enough in there that I don't like. And when mm -hmm. you finally watch this movie, we can talk about it. That'll be a spoiler-filled campcast, just so yeah. you know. But, like, the things I didn't like are big enough that it's like, I just, I can't. So I'm not going to own that movie at all. I may watch it again, like I said, if a, a sequel is greenlit. And they have, in my opinion, a better idea of what... <clears throat> It's tough because the way they end it, it mm -hmm. does end in a way where I'm like, I could see the sequel being better. Yeah. Because there's at least a better idea coming from it. It's just the major plot point of the movie is the part that I'm just like, I can't fucking, I can't accept it. Really, eh? I can't accept it. I, I it's, it's, it's not like uh, James Bond where you go, spoilers, where you go, oh, they didn't fucking kill him off. I know I just saw missiles hit him head on. Uh, oh, by the way, the official clean copy is out now. So mm -hmm. you could accidentally download it. Because the video on demand is out now, right? It is, yeah. Yeah, so I yeah. I now have... Uh, I watched the cam version all the way through, though. Good God, man. It was tough. I, I, I can't do that. I, I can't do that. I tried it once. But I, I tried did it the on hangover. my phone, though. I the did hangover. it on my phone. I watched The Hangover in the theater, loved it so much. I was like, oh, I gotta watch this again. Could only find a cam copy. Put it on, and I'm watching it. I'm like, it's, I mean, quality's kind of crap. If you do it on your phone, it's not as bad. Until I had a guy stand up and walk out oh, the yeah. street. Yeah, I'm just I just like, ah. I didn't get any ah, of those. How do people have, do this? I have not gotten any of those. But anyway, oh, I have a clean, a totally clean version. Okay. And I started watching it. It's, uh, it's fucking such a good movie. Yeah. But. Uh, with that one, I wasn't like when I with Eternals. It's the, it's the plot itself. It's the main point, the crux of the movie. And when you get when you watch it, you're gonna you're either gonna say the same thing as I am, or you're mm -hmm. gonna go, I don't know what you're talking about, Chris. I liked it, but we'll see, we'll see. But uh, but this is a movie that I'm going to own, and I will rewatch it. But this will be one of those where I feel like it'll be one of those once a year type things where I go, you know what? Yes. Time for Dune. It's time for Dune. I yeah. feel like I'm going to go through all three of the Dunes, so it's time for Dune. Like, right now is the time to start watching all of the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. I started Spider-Man 1, uh, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man 1. Yeah. started that, and I'm about halfway through. And uh, I'm gonna fin I, my goal is to have all of them watched, even uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Just because. Just because. Because it's freaking it's, awesome. It's fucking great. It's so good. So fucking great. Ugh. Dune. Oh, man. Dune like, is fantastic. Everything about Dune is awesome, though. Like, yes, you have the, the stuff with the House of Trady and the House Arconan. You also have the stuff with the Fremen who, who live on Arrakis. Mm -hmm. And Arrakis, it's a desert planet. So that's kind of the problem. So it's a desert planet. So we mentioned the force fields that they have, but there's also these fucking biosuits that tap into your sweat. So they use your any perspiration, they filter it into water. Mm -hmm. So that they said, like, you could spend a full day in there and really only lose about 2% of your body water because it keeps getting filtered through. Yeah. So, like... That concept is crazy cool. But now the Fremen, 
they live there all the time. Like they've lived there all this life. So they because they've they got that the touch of the spice. I was gonna say touch of the consumption. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a dork, but every time like Michelle uh, coughs or something, I'm yeah. like, "Oh, you got a touch of the consumption." She's like, "What?" The? She's like, "What?" And I'm like, "I think one of your uh, constituents poisoned you." <laughs> and then of course she's just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I'm like, "I'm just rattling off lines from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." And of course I'm like giggling to myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just you know, and she's just like, "Oh my god, oh my god. I married this guy." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, but you don't have a touch of the consumption? I do not. Okay. Would you like a, a nice egg in these trying times? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I love it when he's on the date. She's like, what do you do for a living? He's like, I'm a full-on, full-on rapist. <laughs> She's like, wait, what? Yeah, you know, like kids, women, old people, retarded people. <laughs> I just want to help people. She's like, oh, philanthropist? Man. Yeah, yeah, philanthropist. That one. <laughs> oh, oh, Charlie. Um, yeah, you know what? Like, without getting too, like, obviously into spoiler territory, the movie is visually amazing. Yeah. The story, like I said, it it is a slow story. Like, it's slow moving, but it's still pretty fast-paced. Like, I mean, they get to, by the time, like, it's a three-hour movie that didn't feel like a three-hour movie, even though it should have felt like a three-hour movie, considering, like, it's like the characters are moving slower. Because, like, they're reacting to what's happening. Like, the plot is hitting them. And then they're reacting... And, of course, you've got, like, Paul, who's wrestling with his place in the world because he's caught between his, you know, duties as the heir to the throne, but also his duties to the Bene Gesserit because they're looking at him like he's the one. Yeah, there's the one archetype in this one, (laughs) you know. Uh, Again, yeah, without getting, like, too spoilerific, it's just... It is an amazing movie. It needs to be seen. You have to see this. If you can see it in the theater, I implore you to see it in the theater. Uh, if you haven't been vaccinated but you want to see this movie in the theater, there's your excuse. Get your second or first or second dose, and then you can go and enjoy the movie. You know what they watch Dune. Silver City and Thunder Bay. It's licensed. You can buy booze and drink there. Yeah. Yep. Found that out when we watched Eternals. You never knew that? Didn't know that. Oh, that's been like two, three years. Yeah, crazy. Didn't know yeah. that. Fucking uh, Brian, like, uh, you know, I kind of looked away for a second, and Brian had a uh, Mike's Hard. Yeah. And I was like, it's awfully brazen to sneak that in here. <laughs> that's literally my thought process. I actually said the words in my head, well, that's awfully brazen. And then uh, his wife, Laura, both awesome, by the way. They're, she's like, yeah, you can totally like, buy them here. Like, and they've got, like, uh, Neutral. They've got uh, the Mops Clamato. Mm-hmm. They have, like, small cans, tall cans. they got Stella. I almost got a Stella. Yeah. I almost got a Stella. But I was like, you know what? It's the afternoon. I don't want to get that touch and suddenly want to be, or the taste to be like. You know what I never understood at all when what? they brought it in? Was the fact that in a restaurant or anything, you can't be a bartender if you're not of age. 
But at Silver City, you could be 14 and give a guy a beer. Actually, I don't think that's the case. Really? I don't think that's the case because the case is locked. At Silver City. The case is locked. And like they. Oh, so like the manager has Someone actually, they had to wait. Like they made the order. Ah. Or, uh, Laura okay. made the order for okay. the, the uh, Clamato uh, juice. Not the Clamato, but the Clamato vodka. Yeah. And had to wait because like he literally like stepped back. Radioed it in, and yep. then someone came around, unlocked it, served it. So they do have a protocol okay. in place. Okay, well, that's But good. I agree. I never knew it was locked. Because th- that was my first thought. I was like, it's like all kids behind that counter. Yeah, I would I would have said the same thing, too. I'd be like, this is fucking weird, but yeah. whatever. Okay, but that, yeah, that no. makes sense. And That makes sense. I mean, legally, you have to have your smart serve. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. You know? that's It's to. the same with, like, the, the uh, grocery stores and stuff. You know? Like, you need to have somebody... That has their smart serve, so they can go. Yeah, yeah, you're you're okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so go watch Dune. Uh, yeah. But here's the thing: if you look, if you've watched any of his movies before and you don't like it, mm-hmm. maybe don't get to see Dune because good, good it chance is. You won't like it. It's more of the same. It's a very slow moving but engagingly thoughtful, beautifully shot movie where. If you're not in the first of all, if you're not in the right headspace, you're not gonna like this movie. If you're not mentally prepared for it, you're probably not gonna like this movie. Because mm-hmm. we we've said plenty of times already. It took us a couple of times to watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine to be like, yes, okay, yeah. yes. Um, you know. Although strangely enough, Arrival I was in right away. Oh, Arrival I was in right away. <laughs> was, right away. There was no like. I. Oh geez, I don't know. Maybe I gotta watch this fourteen times before I leave. I was like, within minutes, I was like, okay. I was on an Amy right. Adams kick that year too. I, like, was, I think I watched. I like her. I watched three or four of hers, and I was just like, good God, she's starring in some great, and she's killing it. She's yeah, she was so good. But it was the aliens that kept me. When they showed the aliens for yeah. the first time, I was just like, I'm watching this movie to the end. And then the ending just blows your mind away. <sighs> like the whole time, you're like, wow, how's that fitting in with this? And then you see, and you're just like, whoa. You see it? Oh. But the best part is, is that's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. Because she saw it, and then she saw it, and you saw it, and you were like, like this. So. Now, granted, Dune isn't like that, but uh, Dune 2 might be. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I think it probably will. A lot of people said that um, part two will be a lot more exciting than part one. Like, apparently all the big shit happens in part two. Well, I mean, it has to. Yeah. You know? Like, just like if you look at the first half of Blade Runner 2049, that's really slow. Super slow. But the Beautiful, last, half, but the last half starts to move. Yeah. Because shit starts happening. Mm-hmm. So, you know... Though, like, the, the final shot in this Dune, I'm not going to say what it is, but that final shot, I was like, holy shit, is this where we're going? Is this where we're going? Because that's insane. Oh, I'm going to watch this movie again. It's hard not to spoil it. Yeah, it's hard not to, but... It's really but, hard, but we're doing it. We're not doing it. We're doing it for you. We're not doing it. We're doing it for you. you. Uh, but don't worry, we will spoil plenty of shit in the future. Hell yeah. Like I said, Ghostbusters will be a spoil fest. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Far From, or No Way Home, there's no way it won't be a spoiler for yeah. anything. I'll probably be fucking crying. Yeah. It'll probably be like a mixture of happy tears, oh. sad tears. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, oh yeah, man. 
I can't wait. I can't wait. I cannot wait for that movie. So, that's it for me, Ken. That's almost it for me, Chris. Oh, all right. I'm just going to do a quick run-through of people that we did mention at the beginning that need to be recognized. Greg Fraser, director of photography. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Uh, production designer is Patrice, uh, Pat Patrice Vermette. Okay. Production is amazing yep. on this flick. Art direction. Oh, It's a whole yes. friggin' list, but the, the supervising art director was Tom Brown. Gorgeous stuff. Set decoration, Richard Roberts and Zuzana Sipos. Actually, yeah. The sets are amazing, too. Set pieces are fucking like, incredible. I mean, for, for a guy that does, like, NFT-style shooting, to borrow a phrase from James, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he really makes the desert look fucking cool. Oh, right? <laughs> like, it shouldn't look as cool it as it does. <laughs> Especially when that fucking sandworm is swimming through sand. Oh, yeah. And that's where the Jaws thing oh. really came in. When you see the, the fin of, of Bruce going through the water. Although, like, that's what the I got tremors, it's more Tremors for me, but like the way they built it up was a definitely yeah. Jaws thing. But the, well, I mean, it had that Tremors effect with like the sand blowing up, but it had the suspense of Jaws. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, oh. Oh, but then man. when you see the uh, the sandworm played by, I believe you said it was Jake Gyllenhaal's asshole. Yes. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which, I mean, as far as assholes go, that was a career high. Like, good, good for you. We're not saying that Jake Gyllenhaal is an asshole. But we're saying his 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 asshole. I to be just so we're clear, Kenneth <laughs> said it, and I just kind of went with it. I, I didn't actually. His asshole is uh, it's pretty fantastic. Is that the words you want to use? Sure. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm going there. If this was live, it, is it a, would be staying. As far as roles played by a physical asshole, mm -hmm. this is mm -hmm. fantastic. So, I mean, there you go. Right there. Right there. The visual effects team is like 308 people. So, yeah. kudos to all of you. Every single one. You, you created three. you created images that look like they belonged in the film. That's like, well, that's like Eternals. Eternals, it was like this much yeah. for people, yeah. like in the movie, like acting in the movie, including like all the like extras and shit. And then the rest of the 14 minute long credits. It's all visual effects. Visual effects. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's a given with Marvel movies at this point. Yeah. To their credit, though, it looked visually amazing. Oh, I'm sure it does. It, I'm it sure it does. Looked visually I'm, amazing. I, I'm, I am looking forward to it. Um, but at the same time, I don't give, give a shit about Eternals either. So. I'm glad I saw it in the theater. I will say that. Like, I'm okay. glad that well, I that's, saw that that's, in the theater. Yeah. Because it was a spectacle. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that the some of the big plot points was just me going like, no, I can't get behind that. But anyway, uh, getting back to, we have anyone else? Uh, I mean, I could go all day. Okay. Everyone yeah. involved in this film, all you, all of you did a great job. I'm going to go to some random person here. Here, um, there you go. Just random. Random person. Uh, Persian. Persian. Whatever. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, they might be Persian. <laughs> this guy might actually be Persian. Tabor Badur was a personal driver in the transportation department. Hey. You the man you. or the woman. You're good. It's better if you just do like uh, uh, Robert De Niro. Because yeah. then there's no gender. You. 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 You're good. I, I do a visual. I can't do like an actual verbal. <laughs> the visual's great though. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
like your face inside your head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look like oh. you smell a really bad fart. Yeah. You don't know where it's from. Thick. <clears throat> but you have to go squinty eyes because that's how yeah. heavy that fart is. <clears throat> that's fun. What a way to end off doing, eh? Talking about heavy farts. It's great. Because they hang. Yeah. They just hang. <laughs> right there. Right. The worst is when you you got one of those and then you sit down and now you're at the fucking level of your ass. That's what I was gonna say. Like that's the dumbest move you ever do yeah. when you're about to like sh yeah. take a shit and then you yeah. let it go and then you're just like, why did I fart in my face? Right. Like I sat right in it. It's like a spaceship dropping down into like the asteroid belt. And for it's shits always and it's always the one that you can't just like. You no, have no, to no. Physically, no. like. Just oh yeah. Okay. It's like move. this is. Thick odor in the air. You gotta push it away. Like light the match just yeah, to just get that. Yeah, just watch a circle here. burn around yeah. you. Uh, anyway, anyway. Um, that wraps up Dune. If you enjoyed this camcast, please like, share, subscribe, bells, whistles, all that. Whatever the fuck all other bullshit. YouTubers say. Yeah, whatever, whatever they you know say, the drill. You're not stupid. You're a geek pantser. You know this shit. If, if 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 you like this video, I'm hoping hoping you did. Don't do um, that. Don't get all self conscious. You know, dark hawk bitches. Fucking rights. I was pumped when I found it in the store, man. I was like, they made a dark hawk toy. Fucking buying it. It's a shame it's not the original, but it still looks fucking. That's awesome. the original dark hawk. It's not the new one. The new one's got like those fucking like like light gauntlets. It's with lightning. Oh, it, it is. It, it is. is. It is. Yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's, Chris, Chris, that's Chris Powell right there. Shut up, Chris. Chris Powell, everyone. No, I meant the design is not the original. Oh, oh, yeah. Because it's not. Yeah, he doesn't stay on that thing too great. I kind of just balanced it. You'll get it. I got it. Nice. It's not my first rodeo. You nailed that. I did. Anyway, you were going to nail the outro. Yeah. Social media time Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And listen to us podcast style oh. apple podcast google podcast and uh the other one i haven't done this in a long time soundcloud there it is there it is yeah yeah and you can check us out on geekpantsmedia.com where we have still written absolutely nothing lately and probably won't for the foreseeable future but chris fatic chris fatic has even been on there very very often lately yeah, but like to live there is some beautiful photography by chris fatic that you can take a look at and some cute little uh, Easter artworks that he did. Good stuff. All right, one. Well, we will see you next time with probably Ghostbusters or Eternals. I think that's where we're leaning to. It's going to be whatever one we see. First. We've both seen. So yeah. the odds are pretty good that we'll see Ghostbusters. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, Ghostbusters for sure is a can cast. That's probably going to be the next one. Mm -hmm. But uh, You'll find out when we get there. Yeah. You know, you'll find out when we know. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!